last time on Oz Hour. Okay, last time they were flying on that weird contraption with wings and that they made so horribly. Uh, they got way too far and then they were in like the real world where there's like pointy ro- roofs and th- stuff. And then they crash landed in a nest with these... J- j- to the jackdaws I think they're like the crows and then they get attacked by them and then they leave them alone and then they use these weird wishing pills that they had to get themselves out of there then they leave and then um, um, <laughs> then they leave and now they're with the Glenda lady and they're like oh we gotta go get Mombi and all these other people so let's go there and then they go there and they confront Ginger and Mombi and then Mombi's like I'm not going with you guys and so then they go to look for her and they end up grabbing a rose, and it happens to be Mombi. Hi there, and welcome to Oz Hour, the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange Land of Oz. That's right. With the help of some alcohol, we will be discussing each of the 14 books in L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz series. Today, we will be discussing chapters 22 through 24 and finishing book two, The Marvelous Land of Oz. We're your hosts, Blake Stone and Wyatt Swangham. And joining us is our resident Oz initiate, Hannah Aguirre. Hello. Oh, Ooh, exotic. Just from just across the pond. <laughs> so Hannah just played last time on and she did all right. It took her about 59 seconds out of 30 to cover it. And uh, what you got wrong or what you missed, just totally glossed over and uh, didn't care about at all, <laughs> was uh, that the name of the thing they're flying on is the gump. Stop calling them the thing. It's rude. Um, oh, the Wogglebug right. is the only one who can take the wishing pills. Uh, Glinda reveals that there's a princess named Ozma who's thrown... Uh, the emeralds who actually owns who actually owns everything and blake (laughs) you did not do that well on last time on it took you about 25 seconds to not quite get it right also just one more thing uh mombi switches bodies with julia jam and glinda is pissed um and yeah so we're all doing great (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna say you lost today i'm sorry Uh, i can't think of a single time hannah's won to be honest i remember one which was it it was a good day. Remember we baked okay. that pie? <laughs> All right. Um, well, before we started recording, uh, Wyatt went ahead and whipped us up some cocktails. What are we drinking? Tonight, we are drinking the Potion of Dreamless Sleep, the recipe for which can be found on our Instagram, at Podcast. It is essentially a sleepy time tea, meaning it has no caffeine and is herbal, uh, and it has whiskey and lemon and stuff in it. And I think it's going to be pretty strong. I actually haven't tasted it yet. Oh my God, we have to slurp this thing. It'll be good for your belly. Here we go. Fire. Murder. (laughs) (laughs) Book two, The Marvelous Land of Oz. Chapter 22, The Transformation of Old Mombi. So, as you know, where we left off, the Tin Woodman, he's just like, I love flowers. And he Apparently. Plucks, plucks Mombi and puts her in his buttonhole. Yeah. And at first, Mombi <laughs> is just super. Literally never heard okay. of the Tin Man doing anything like that before. But also. That's it, fine. It brings, it brings the question. So not only does the Tin Woodman sometimes have a silver whistle around his neck to summon <laughs> the Queen of the Field Mice. He also now has he tucks a it in. golden Ew. Ne- uh, or not golden, a diamond necklace that he got from the jackdaw's nest, and now in his buttonhole he puts the head of a rose. So is he just like a video game? He character? really Something. has a lot he's carrying on him. Is he like yeah. Bender, where he just like pulls out like random shit from <laughs> whatever's convenient thing? from his front patch? Sometimes it just it, like yeah. plops out. It's like when oh, like the like Veggie Tales, like them having hands. Oh yeah, it's just like we need these right now. Yeah, <laughs> so it's gonna appear oh, <laughs> like we have them from behind them. That gave oh. me some strong intrusive memories. <laughs> so, but Mombi gets herself plucked. Get plucked, Mombi, and she's super nervous at first, but she realizes that she's just hidden on the Tin Woodman's breast, and as uh, like she's just as hidden on his breast as she was on the bush. Yeah. So, well, what does that mean now? It's like she lives her life as a rose. Well, no, because now that she's out of the walls of the Emerald City, she's not trapped by them, so she can actually escape. Yeah, because her concern before was like she can't get out of there without them seeing, but now she is out of there. But but the Tin Woodsman doesn't sleep. Okay, that actually brings a question that I did not even think about that we're going to get to in just a second. Oh, shit. Um, That's insane that neither (laughs) of us thought of that. Yeah, because. Really? Because. 
And yes, it, I don't know why it didn't. And the scarecrow. Yes. So, so there should have been many un undying immortal sleepless beings <laughs> watching that rose. But granted they didn't know it was a rose, but point being, she decides, you know what? Like cuz in theory she could have just turned into well, not turned into. She could have just like fallen out if she wanted to probably and like run away. But she was like, you know what? I'm going to stick around and enjoy them like hum- well, enjoy the humiliation of Glinda because she wanted to get me and she couldn't and she thinks she's so powerful. So she's like, I'm going to stick around and see this okay, in the morning. She's a yeah. petty bitch. But and no, well, Glinda is like, I cannot believe that hag bested me. Yeah, uh-huh. Glinda's also pissed. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> mad. Oh my but the, god. My criticism here is that Mombi's smarter than that. Mombi, like, yes, Mombi's like a bitch and she's like, vin- and I don't use that word for women usually, but she is. She's horrible and she enslaved people and Tim. I don't see no woman. Um, exactly. But <laughs> I'm just like, but she's smarter than that and I know that. I know she should be like, I should get the fuck out of here, but she doesn't. Um, and so, yeah, they all go to sleep, yeah. which you're right. The Tin Woodman should not go to sleep. It literally says that she sits like next to them he, all in the tent. He takes her off and puts her up. Yeah. And puts her back on the next morning. I guess the only thing is, though, that the Tin Woodman, when he was in the Emerald City for the first time ever in the last book, at night, he just, like, laid on the bed. And he did, like, flex his joints and kind of stretch and stuff because he remembers being a human. So maybe he's doing that. Maybe he pretends sleeps. And he might as well, honestly. Yeah, it's like everyone else is sleeping. He shouldn't be banging around. And she wasn't moving. She's still a rose. So I guess there is no danger. But that's an interesting choice. So the next morning, the Scarecrow's like, okay, like, let's just win back the city and then let's go find Ozma afterward. And Glinda's like, yeah, great idea, but I already told uh, Ginger that, like, I'm not going to fight them. I'm not going to make bad on them. Yeah, like, she agreed, like, when, when Ginger said, okay, I'll let you come search the whole city, but if you don't find it by sundown, you have to go and, like, don't, like, leave me the fuck alone. And Glinda... I mean, I won't say pompously. I don't like, of course, she should have been able to find fucking Mombi, but she didn't. So I get the thought process, but you know, you can like do an untruth once on accident and be fine. I don't know. I might have jumped back in, but also important to note that currently they are in um, Glinda's like main tent, you know, where like she has her nice tent set up and it's just like her and like the crew and the rose is on the Tin Woodman's. Pretty much, yeah. It's like silk curtains and like there's a bathtub. She has an air mattress. (laughs) She does. Yeah, Um. before that even exists. She has like a memory foam mattress. (laughs) (laughs) She figured it out. But the Tin Woodman, he's like, hey, like, you know what? Why don't you guys all come back to the West with me? Like, I'll host you and I'll have you nickel plated if you want. And like, just come on and join me. And like, he's doing this big like to do. And while he's talking, Glinda notices that the rose on his chest is like shivering. And she's like... Like, oh, bitch. Yeah. She, she's like, that doesn't seem quite right. Also, you'd think that Rose would have drawn a lot of attention already. I know. Um, nobody was like, seemingly oh, it did not. Nick, you look <laughs> fabulous. And he's like, don't I know it, darling? Maybe alongside the whistle that's always on his chest, there's also always a flower. Maybe we just don't know that, but there's always a flower there. So it's like not crazy. Like once the flower dies, he replaces he just, it with yeah, a new flower. He picks up a new one. Oh, my God. And this one probably never would have wilted. Yeah, it would have no. never. But apparently, <laughs> he would have Glenda that. saw it shivering. Yeah, it's like trembling a little. And yeah, she immediately is like, Ugh. "That must be fucking Mombi." But in the same, the same what moment, what would you do if you saw a rose shiver? I'd be like, "Oh, there must I'd, be a draft." I'd be like, "Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> I would look away. Yeah, you would be, be like, like "Draft." Oh, that's Mombi. The, uh, <laughs> the, the clothes dryer is going in the other room, and it's making those two glasses in the cupboard you're, clink you're together, and the flowers yeah, are shiver. You're trying to find anything to rationalize. Honestly, yeah. um, Glinda is like the most powerful sorceress ever. That's why she's like so pissed off that they didn't find Mombi. So like. So she I feel knows like, about... I feel like she's so insulted that they didn't find Mombi, that Mombi bested her, that she's literally so paranoid. She's, like, looking at the sawhorse. She's like, you're Mombi. Yeah. She's, like, <laughs> she's like, she's under the yeah. pillows. And she like, knows that she does, like, witch shit, so... Yeah. She's like, she's in my, she's in my hair. She's in my... <laughs> get out of my hair! <laughs> the bugs! The bugs! <laughs> um, but, yes. And Mombi sees Glinda staring. So as Mombi is realizing she's been discovered, she's like, okay, you know what? I'm really good at transformations. Like, and if you think about it, she did transform herself into a rose. She transformed, well, she threatened to transform Tip into a granite statue. She, she trans- needed a potion for that. Oh, that's true. But she made it. But true. you're right. You're right, though. But she also transformed um, 
Jalea Jam into mm. herself. So like that's true. Actually, she's yeah. She I, has a long history. I shouldn't have even called you out for that because yeah, it's not about how she does the transformation. It's just that transformations are her fucking yeah. thing. And but, also, it's like I don't think L. Frank Baum is paying attention to any of that. Oh, never. No, no. <laughs> this is a convenience. If you can even remember that the Tin Man doesn't sleep yeah <laughs> yeah that's some serious problems and that oz didn't build or yeah the fucking wizard, the wizard didn't build oz yeah well he didn't remember like the basic fundamentals of the book that he wrote two years yeah. ago anyone can do what they want in oz <laughs> that, if nothing else that is true um but mommy decides to use her transformation powers and she takes the form of a shadow she takes Peter the form Pan. of a shadow, pretty much. <laughs> yes, and she just glides across the wall toward the exit. And that's some fucking serious magic, right? That's to spontaneously turn into a shadow. That's demons. That's like a scene from Passion of the Christ. That's, that's like Voldemort. That's, like, from Passion of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> some crazy shit happened there. That is there. a demonic horror. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would describe that movie as. So when Mombi the Shadow starts running across the wall toward the door, Glinda, she doesn't say anything to anybody. She Turn the lights out. She runs to the door. Turn the lights out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, <laughs> but Glinda just runs to the door and like pinches like the tent door shut so that Mombi can't get through. She seals it and somehow. And everyone's like, <laughs> what the she kno- fuck? No one knows what's going on. Yeah. And she's just like, shut up. <laughs> Mombi is in here. <laughs> like literally, I mean that's not the that's not an exact quote, but if you translated that through to current vernacular, oh my God, I love this Glinda. I know, I know. <laughs> I never knew she was able. Oh, she's, she. Oh, judges we, way in the last book. We didn't even see her stand up to her feet. I don't think. So it's like, <laughs> God, she's cool. So Glinda has like sealed the door. The shadow can't get out. I'm not going to ask about how that works, but mommy realizes she can't get out. So she's like, okay, I'm going to turn into a black ant, specifically a black ant for whatever reason. And she's going to try and like crawl through a little crack to try and escape. So she's still just trying to get the fuck out of there. They're in a tent. So like the floor is the ground. Well, I was thinking actually, since it's Glinda's tent, the floor would be also like a silk, like, or like a rug or something. But I agree. You should, no matter what, it's not going to be a modern day style tent where the it's like stitched together on the sides i don't think maybe i'm projecting like an incorrect view yeah. of antiquity I but don't know. i picture it very tall and very wide but i do picture it like on the grass i imagine it being the size of this living room which it's, is it's probably giving me like 10 think, by 10 by 15 i think we might have said this last episode but it, it is giving me narnia so i'm thinking yes. that oh, there might yes. be like maybe a rug or yeah, yeah just like and some like kind of ground covering but yeah something. yeah well, it's um, actually there. We'll get later, but it's pretty luxurious. But I, I would think an ant would be able to get out, but it can't. No, nothing gets past Glinda. Not even an ant. No, and namely because the grand, like they're like right next to the gate of the Emerald City, so they're like on this like smooth granite surface. So there's no little cracks or crevices for the ant to hide in. Um, so it, Mombi in ant form kind of scrambles around, but she can't get out. She she can't get out, and she starts freaking out. And Glinda's like, "There you are!" Yeah. And like, oh yeah, she tries to snatch her up. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Come here, you little." Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you ever tried to pick an ant up? Before? I, I have actually. Uh, that's so hard. Uh, yeah, it's not easy. Just imagine the camera angle panning from like down at Mombi's angle, where this giant hand is coming down, and then you get the zoom out of everyone just watching Glinda like scrounging on the ground trying to find an ant. Uh, Literally, I'm I would just like it. flick her because they don't they don't want to kill her because they need her alive for. An information but i just like flicker incapacitator and then get her transformed back yeah (laughs) um they don't do that but yeah glinda's like she goes for the ant and mommy's like oh no you don't and she turns into a big griffin and just (gasps) tears out the side of the tent she turns into a griffin she's turning into too many things my notes (laughs) a little overwhelming (laughs) you'll have to edit it down later but my big qu- first of all, it's fucking cool that Mombi can just do all this magic, like that she's so powerful, which makes enough sense. I mean, she's done a lot of like crazy shit through this book that I'm like, okay, she knows magic. But just to know that she can change from a woman to a little girl and then back, and then to a rose, and then a shadow, and then an ant, and then to a fucking griffin. Honestly? A shadow I've never heard of, so that's pretty insane. But the thing about the griffin, <laughs> why didn't she do that earlier? 
Why didn't she turn what? into a griffin the minute that she saw Glenda's forces approaching? That why didn't should she have been and the flown first away? Thing. Why didn't like when she was like, "Oh, I'm a rose. Oh, I've been discovered." Why didn't she do griffin then? Like, but well, also <laughs> I was gonna say that like um, her when she was trapped in the Emerald City, she could have just become a griffin and flew off. But I don't think her griffin flies. I don't think so, based on what's about to happen. But what That's I will say, annoying. she could have turned into a shadow when she was stuck there. She could have turned into an ant and just hidden in a crevice. But she does turn into a griffin eventually, which is fucking badass. Yes. Um, and uh, she takes off, and Glinda's like, oh, no, you don't. And she like gets on the sawhorse, and she's like, if you were ever going to prove to anyone you're a horse, you do it now, <laughs> motherfucker. And he's like... Oh my god. Well, he's happy to be alive today, isn't he? Literally, he, she says, now you shall prove that you have a right to be alive. Oh my god. <laughs> run, run, run. Run like the wind, yes, Glenda. It's Glenda's crazy. getting the potential out of everyone. Yeah. She is. And it's kind of heartwarming because the you know the sawhorse isn't like an idiot he's made of wood but he's just such a piece of shit honestly if anything i want her to fucking do a number on the on jack yeah Uh, jack is the most annoying but the sawhorse is genuinely like rude in spirit I guess yeah, that's true. Jack spirit. just really annoys me. I'm like sick and tired of your rotten head. He's a baby. Ugh, He'll rot soon. Don't um, worry. But the rest <laughs> of the gang, after after Glinda and the sawhorse take off after the griffin, the rest of the gang's like, come on, guys. And they get into the back of the gump and follow them. Yeah. Um, and they're way up in the sky and they just see these two little two little specks, two little dots just racing across the meadow uh, so fast that eventually... They can't even keep up, and the, the two specks, the Griffin and Glinda Sawhorse, eventually just like disappear over the horizon. Like they leave their line of sight. Yeah, and then the Scarecrow's like, "Guys, why are we acting like we have to like keep up with them? Oz is so small. They're gonna get to the Deadly Desert. We'll just catch up with them there." So they kind of chill, and then after an hour goes by, the Griffin slash Mombi is starting to get super tired. She's like, oh, I'm like super old. I'm in a body I'm not used to. And I'm like running across Oz. Running, not flying. Yeah. Yeah. Running. Really, specifically. I just don't even want to see a griffin run. That sounds weird. Wait, griffin. Okay. Can we, re- it's eagle it has and like head of an eagle like and wings. Like eagle, I think, lion, demon thing. Yeah. Lion, like, that's lion, what it is. Lion okay. legs. I'm picturing I, it now. It so things. it doesn't look so strange running, but still. Yeah. It's if a I lot, see a griffin, though. I'm going to be like, why are you not flying? Exactly. If I saw a hawk running, I'd be like, shouldn't you be flying yeah, here? What are you, a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is running. But the sawhorse never gets tired. The sawhorse <sighs> is tireless. So he's animated wood. Yeah. He's <laughs> just, he is just running and running. And it's Glenda right. is just like, she's going off in her best like western she's actually style. having so much fun yeah. she doesn't even realize she's chasing anyone <laughs> yeah she forgot why she was there <laughs> but yeah mombi's getting exhausted like wyatt said because she's old and then she ends up running like on the sands of what i was informed was a deadly desert that surrounds oz that's supposed to destroy you if you walk on it but apparently that's not true today so she's running on that and running on sand you know how exhausting that is so <laughs> she just like face plants she collapses yeah as a griffin though still for the moment because then glinda is right on her ass she gets up to her she pulls this long golden thread out of her girdle turns it into a lasso and then she lassos the griffin around the neck (laughs) and the griffin turns back into mombi and mombi's just like and she's like glaring up at her and also like Bet panting and like vomiting. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like in the she night. She had so many chances Turned into a to get shadow the fuck in the night. There. Oh my Jesus. God. Don't get me started. But now Glinda has Mombi as her prisoner. And that is the end of chapter 22, which is called The Transformation of Old Mombi. And Blake, what would you call that? Mine's actually really similar to the actual title, too. Uh, mine's Mighty Morphin Mombi. Okay. Chapter 23. Princess Ozma of Oz. So this chapter's title is obviously a pretty loaded question, given that what we're here for is to find out who Ozma is. That's why we've captured Mombi. Uh, And Hannah, just a quick guest survey slash audience survey if anyone wants to you know call in out. at 555-8929 i almost just gave my office phone number <laughs> at, like as a curiosity but i won't do that um 
Hannah, who or where or what do you think Ozma is going to be? What are your expectations? Oh, like... Like, where is she at right now? Oh, where is she at? Yeah. Like, in Oz? Oh, good question. <laughs> she's going to come from somewhere and she's going to tell us all about it. What's your thoughts on who and where she is? Uh, I guess mainly where is the main question. Where? Okay. Um, okay. Um, I know, because I feel like I know most of the places in Oz. There's Many. east, west, south, and north. Yeah, that's yeah. all four. <laughs> like most places. <laughs> um, I don't know. Chicago. Ooh, well, we that's were in the real world That's closer than you earlier. might think, <laughs> Oh my to be gosh. Honest. Um, maybe, but okay. Just a thought experiment to throw out there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love Seattle. Um, so, Glinda- <laughs> <laughs> so Glinda has thrown her lasso around Mombi, and she and it turns Mombi back. And Glinda is like, "Mombi, give up, catch your breath, submit to this interrogation. Like you're my prisoner. I have you. Stop. Like please stop." Yeah, she's like, "Don't even struggle. Like you can't do anything while you're in my like golden lasso." So Mombi is just panting and like i imagine mommy just being like drenched in sweat vomit like dry heaving like into the sand you may have been a griffin but that was still you running exactly (laughs) yeah so she's exhausted but she's like like i know right i hate being a griffin but (laughs) she's like okay like mommy is like what did I ever do to you, Glinda? Like, why would you pursue me like that? And Glinda's just like, you didn't do anything to me, but I'm pretty sure you did some really bad shit with Ozma and the Wizard of Oz. So, um, yeah, you have information, and if you abused your magic powers, I'm going to punish you. Severely. Yes. But she says it all very sweetly. She's very she's kind in the way yes. she's like, you know, very I'll eloquent. kill you. <laughs> um, so the gump lands beside them and Glinda's like, all right, we're getting in. So everyone gets in. They fly back to the camp. Which I imagine is such an extremely awkward ride. Oh, yeah. Tip. Because it's is, long. It, it is. Oh, yeah. Because for at least one, well, at most, one hour, they were running with the gump not even being able to see them. So it's probably been at this point. The, the ride back, I would say, would be about two hours. Yeah, how terrible. And like, what is every... Knowing Do you how, think Tip and Mombi are catching up? Well, you know what? Knowing <laughs> how these things go, like the Scarecrow and the Tin Woodman are probably like, oh, yes, you did it, uh, um, Glinda. You've done such a magnificent job. You cut the hag. And like, Mombi's just sitting there awkwardly and Glinda's like, oh, yes. Well, we all do well in our time, you know. Tip's probably just crying. I'd be crying. If I was traumatic. Tip, yeah, like he's probably even sitting next to her for no particular reason. Uh, I don't know what the Woggle Bug's doing, but I just wanted to say that sounds so uncomfortable overall. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be there. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> fortunately, after the super long, awkward ride, they get back to the camp and they go back into Glinda's tent, which has been repaired during the long chase um, because, as you remember, they ripped through the side of it mm. like a whirlwind. Um, but Mombi can't use any magic as long as Glinda's got her golden thread around her throat. So Glinda just starts her line of questioning right off the bat. And she's like, why did the wizard pay you three visits and where's Ozma? But Mombi won't talk, basically. She's just like, she's not, she's not talking. And Glinda goes, answer me! Yeah, yes, it's, <laughs> Glinda goes off. She's, and, and at this point, she's impatient. Yeah, well, and, and there's not, a lot that's happened. But she's not even impatient. She's been so patient over the last, what, two and a half days where she was like, hey, give us Mombi. Okay, you lied to me. Now let us check for Mombi. Okay, she, we can't find her. Oh, she's a rogue. Like, she's been so patient that I think it's wearing thin. She's lost it. And she is she's lost pissed. it a hundred percent. Jack Jack is like, well, maybe she doesn't know. And Tip is like, shut the, shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Jack, you don't yeah. even know what's going on. And if you say one more thing, I'm going to stomp on your little head. Literally, Tip is like, you're going to spoil everything. Uh, and Jack is just like, it. yes, father. <laughs> Ew, that's Poor weird. Boy. As Tip being... 9 to 11 uh, is a father. (laughs) Yeah, and he is. uh, And maybe more, who knows. But uh, anyway, though, 
the Tin Woodman suggests that kindness is always the way to go. So we should just be kind to her and make her talk. And Mommy's just like scowling. <laughs> Mommy's just like so annoyed by everything that's happening. Yeah. She's like, what the hell is this? Like, I, I love the idea that like the gang, like the main characters of the Oz books, they're like the Brady Bunch in Oz. Like in the Brady Bunch movie, how it's like they're so out of place. Oh, yeah. Like I feel like everyone else. But they're else, always around yeah. in every scenario. Yeah. It's like they don't actually need to be here. <laughs> I feel like everyone oh, else is actually just like living a normal, like medieval fantasy type life. Yeah. And then like they're just like, oh, hello, friends. Yeah. Like I'm just, I love that idea. No, it's kind of true. That's honestly how the last gang was too. It's like, yeah. The, yeah. like they're like stomping yeah. around. Half they're, like, the gang is the same. You know, yeah. makes you think. Hmm. But Glinda tells Mombi that if she doesn't answer, Glinda is going to fucking kill her. Yeah. She. Oh, yeah. She really, really death. went there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to kill you if you don't talk. Oh. And the Tin Woodman is just like, oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. Yeah, please. That's... Please, no. But Glinda's just like, you know, this is a threat that I'm making to her. And I know I'm not going to have to like follow through because Mombi's not stupid and she's just going to tell us. Yeah, Mombi so, doesn't want to die. Yeah, she's like, chill out. I told her that because it's true, but I know that I won't have to. This is like right in front of Mombi. Yeah, Mombi's just sitting there and she's like, okay, fine, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> well, because she's like, what do you, like, what happens if I answer you? And she's like, you get to live, but you, I'm going to make you forget all the magic you ever learned. Yeah. And she's like, so like live or die, Mombi, what do you choose? Yeah. And Mombi chooses to live without magic. Yeah. She's like unhappy about it. She's like protesting, but Glinda's like, yeah, like I figured you'd want to live versus like die. Honestly, well, and die in general, but also like Glinda's pissed. Well, and also, she's going to die slow. Also, Mommy yeah. is like, oh, like then I'll just be an old woman who's helpless. And Glinda's just like, yeah, like, you know, how you're you are like again, now, I you're guess. like currently. Yeah, it's just, it's just too much. But um, since. <laughs> Since Mombi agrees to a line of questioning, Glinda pulls out a pearl on a chain and she hangs it around Mombi's neck. Yeah. And actually, two captains come in with a golden casket, which mm. I imagine is being very much like the Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones. Mm. And they open up the casket. And yeah, there's a, a, a pearl. Yeah, and they put it around her neck. And Glinda asks Mombi why the wizard paid her three visits. And Mombi's like, because I wouldn't go to him. And Glinda's like, no, 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 no. That's not an answer, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And then Mombi's like, oh, he wanted to know how I make my tea biscuits. And Glinda just smacks her across the face. No, she doesn't. (laughs) She doesn't actually smack her. But she probably did, and Alfred Blum just didn't tell us. What she says is she's like, what color is the pearl on my neck? And Mombi's like, it's black. And she's like, yeah, if it's black, that means that you're fucking lying to me because it only is white when people are telling the truth. So <gasps> tell the truth to me. If you lie, we're going to know. And yes. um, if you're lying, we're going to kill you. What is the implication. Little I know, thing. right? Just like, and such a cool, like, it's like, always wear that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, Glenda should always have. Maybe I want like, one in every color. Maybe it, like <laughs> the charge runs out. Like she has to like magically like prepare it. So maybe. there's a, but, but yes, I think it's a cool piece of magic for for her to have and it makes sense that she would have it um so then mommy basically comes clean yeah she re- realizes like okay well it's futile to fucking try and fight this and she says all right here's what happened the wizard brought me the baby ozma and he begged me to conceal her and in exchange the wizard taught her many magic tricks, which Ooh. this is a big, like, you know, plot hole from the first book. It does say that many of them were frauds, but like some of them were very good magic tricks. So it's like, okay, like, he it's in. in the last one, book, he says, I'm a very good man, but I'm a very bad wizard. So it's like, all of them should have been frauds. It, there shouldn't have been any real magic yeah. that he taught her. A she, witch. Yeah, exactly. The Wizard <laughs> of Oz is just from Omaha, Nebraska. But you know what? Who knows? Maybe the magic that he taught her was like, and believe in yourself and good things will come yeah. to you. I mean, And then she gave, was like, wow, that really changed my life. brains, courage, and a heart to people. Exactly. And it, quote, worked. So I guess in that regard, maybe there was some good magic. Interesting. But M- Mombi, at that point, though is just well I mean she explains that and Glenn is like well okay yeah great what happened to Ozma <laughs> like tell us where Ozma is and one thing we know about Mombi now is that she is very talented in transformations 
and Mombi transformed him into something. And this is actually a guest prediction I didn't highlight in red like I usually do. Um, Hannah, what do you think Mombi transformed Tip into? Or, I mean, oh my God. Ozma into. Okay, I got confused there for a sec. Um, Ozma. Um, okay, well, I just have this in my head. Be- a rose. Good guess. Final answer? Actually. Because, like, she's not anywhere to be found, right? That's true. No one's found her yet. And I'm just thinking it's just, like, it's such a thing that's, like, hidden in plain sight. It did just happen, but... I don't know. I mean, it worked for Mombi. It literally well, could be. She literally turned into a shadow before. Yeah. It could be yeah. anything. Ozma could be anywhere. Okay, I actually am going to change my answer, and I'm going to say a wall. Okay, oh, cool. Okay. She's, she's the wall of the Emerald City. That's what um, but yeah, Glinda's like, what enchantment did you put on Ozma? And Mombi says that she changed her into... Into... Drum roll, please. Everyone's like, into a what? And she screams, into a boy. Oh, Naturally, everybody looks at Tip <gasps> because Tip was raised by Ozma from the beginning, or raised by Mombi from the beginning. <laughs> You're getting named <laughs> wrong left and right. <laughs> um, and Mombi just nods and she points at Tip and she's like, This is the Princess Ozma, the rightful ruler of the Emerald City, which the wizard stole from her father. I can't believe yeah. I didn't even see that coming. Yeah. Honestly, and Wyatt accidentally gave you the answer you a minute did. ago. Yeah, I did that I was thing. like, Oh, that confused me. A rose. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a wall. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. But I do have a question because, like, how long has it been? Ozma, like, Ozma was a baby when the wizard took her, and Tip is like between 10. nine and eleven. Yeah. 10. So, has Tip been aging accurately? Like, was it ten years yeah, ago that the wizard killed Pastoria that, and took? He didn't the kill City? Pastoria. I don't okay. Think. Okay. So Pastoria died know, of old though. age or something, and the wizard ruled the Emerald City for like nine and a half years, and nobody remembers that it wasn't green and that he didn't build it. It fucks up the whole timeline. We can't hold it to any of that old timeline, but yes, based on just Tip's current age, that means that the Wizard of Oz arrived in Oz uh, like yeah a made, decade ago at the most 10 years Tip's been you know what no Tip's been living with Mombi since he was young enough that he can't remember what happened to him before let's say that was f- since the year four years old so that's been like four six- years old you have no memory of what happened to you before is that is that right well was it a race I could read when I was four we if she was able to transform oh, him, she might be able to mess with his memory. Honestly, the memory is totally erased um, because, like, Tip does not. Yeah, Tip he is not jiving with this. Tip is like, I'm not a girl, I'm a boy. Yeah. And Glinda's <laughs> like, Well, you're a boy right now. But, but you were born a princess. Yeah, so and we're going to need to get you back. Yeah, you need to resume <laughs> your original form. Oh, this uh, to boy. Rule. Yeah. And I'm, from my perspective, I'm like, why can't he just be the king or yeah, the prince? Yeah, just let him be the prince. Yeah, like, yeah right. Let him be the prince. If that's what but, he's used uh, to. At least it's still the right person. Um, but I guess they need the proof on one hand. Fair. Like, it's like, oh, uh, him, that boy I raised, he's True. actually Ozma. And it's like, Mombi, we're not going to let you just point out that boy you raised <laughs> yeah. to rule us. That makes so, sense. Yeah. But, but yeah, Tip's like, please like let ginger just be the queen of the emerald city like i want to be a boy i want to explore oz with my homies like yeah i just want to like, know my friends and the tin woodman is like oh that's like, responsibilities i get it and i i get it too. ginger hates it too and so does the scarecrow yeah, and no so did the wizard no one oh has God. enjoyed <laughs> ruling Actually, that yeah. city uh, it's cursed. It's time. It's you know, hope, hope has come or something. What what is it? There is change. What did Barack Obama say? I, yes, I'm just thinking change. The, the hope poster. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. There we go. Oh. That that's how I feel about Ozma. I'm like, we need a new ruler. Yeah, certainly. Uh, and why not an 11 year old boy? Uh, but what's the Tin Woodman say? The Tin Woodman is basically just like, oh, like it's not bad to be a girl. Like we'll still be your friends and treat you the same. Like honestly, like girls are kind of nicer than boys sometimes and the scarecrow is like oh well girls are just as nice as boys well the scarecrow has a lot of trauma from being attacked by the women of oz for the last week so like he's That's probably true. like like i thought that was shady when i read it and then i was like he's probably kind of mad at girls right now the Wogglebug importantly mentions that girls are also equally good students and that he would love to tutor ozma 
uh, after they transform. <laughs> and Jack is like, um, wait, you won't be my father anymore. And Tip is just like, your yeah, mother. good riddance to that role <laughs> like, in my life. I don't want to be your me. father. Like Jesus. Disowning him. So Tip's like, all right, Glinda, like I'm willing to give it a try, but if I don't like it, you have to change me back. Can't do it. And yeah, Glinda's like, I wouldn't be able to do that because I'm a good and honest witch. So I can't do deceptive magic like transformations. Like Mombi's going to have to change you back into Ozma. And then you're going to have to stay yeah. that way because Mombi's not going to have magic. That's going to be her uh, last act of magic. She's like, oh Mombi, your last thing you'll ever do magic is you have to turn him this back into her. This is kind of traumatizing. It is. It's, yeah. He, it's, a, a little boy has to make a huge decision. It, well, I mean, it's being forced to make a huge decision in yeah. front of a and war. And have these huge responsibilities thrown upon him. Yeah. yeah. It's an insane situation. Like, I can't... If I was nine, if I was 10 years old and I had just done everything Tip did and then they were like, hey, you're actually a princess and we're going to turn you back into a girl now, I'd be like... I'm actually in fourth grade and I'm, I'm, I'm a, I've been a boy for a busy. long time. I have and, some homework due next you know week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, I, um, just learned long division uh, and I'm a year ahead. So I shouldn't even know that. Honestly, I would be like tip. I would be like, let me give it a try and see how I feel. And then it would be, I'll, then we'll decide. But yeah. if they were like, if it's irreversible. No, I'd be like, oh, no, no, actually no. no. <laughs> well, that's not what tip says. Well, that kingdom's going to have to burn. Um, <laughs> tip agrees. So since the truth about Ozma came out, like Mombi doesn't really care what happens to Tip, so she also agrees to um, do the magic to switch him back to Ozma. And Tip does agree or does tell Mombi that like once he is Ozma again, he's the ruler of the Emerald City. Um, he's gonna take care of her in her old age when she's just a magicless old woman. Well, yeah. that's even nice though she was overly kind. I know, yeah. um, overly kind for sure. But yeah, and he kind of, she kind of turned his whole entire world upside down. Yeah, way to yeah. give someone she, body dysmorphia. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Who, the, who was gonna wipe uh, your ass when you were an old woman if you turned him into a statue? Well, yeah. Jack. Fair. But you know, splinters. Oh no, he wears gloves. Um, <laughs> so so t- Tip agrees, and they bring in this potion uh which he drinks and it's a potion of dreamless sleep which is what we're drinking tonight as our drink uh and it puts him into just a deep sleep he's just fucking knocked out it's done glinda has her servants bring in her royal couch uh which is piled with soft cushions and has these like gossamer curtains to like hide what's on the inside princess style bed right couch and uh the which i kind of want (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and the tin woodman and the woggle bug they pick up the sleeping tip and they put him on the couch and they pull down the curtains and as always the magic is super fucking weird <laughs> i have a six bullet point list of the actions mommy takes to per- perpetrate this spell and it's just as weird as anyone. Go it's as, it. it's weird as all get out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Let's hear it. So mommy first, she squats upon the ground and she puts together a little fire made of just like dried herbs. So the blaze shoots up and it burns clear. Mombi scatters a handful of magic powder on the fire, which immediately makes this like very like vibrant violet uh, smoke that fills the whole tent with a fragrance and uh, the scare the, the sawhorse sneezes, which is probably irrelevant. Um, and then they're like, "Hey, shut the fuck up!" Mombi starts chanting in a rhythmic verse. Uh, no one understands it. She seven times bends her body over and away from the fire, and then she stands up, cries the word "Yawa." <laughs> in a loud voice <laughs> and then all the vapor floats away the atmosphere is clear again and they can smell the fresh air um and then all of a sudden the curtains of the little princess couch are trembling slightly as if they're being stirred from within and glinda goes and she opens the curtains and extends her hand and a hand takes hers and ozma stands up off the couch Some pretty little nails she's 
gorgeous, gorgeous and in different clothes than what Tip was wearing. Yes. <laughs> I guess it's been what's waiting inside yeah, of her. She's a beautiful young woman. Yeah. She's already wearing a crown. She's wearing beautiful flowing robes. It says her um, eyes are like two diamonds and her hair is a deep gold. Everyone is stunned by the glamour. Everyone's astounded. Yeah. So Tip was nothing. You know, it's crazy because I always thought Tip was kind of like... You know, 11-year-old hot. <laughs> like hot. Like Disney Channel hot? Yes. Like, if he was... Like, if I was 11 years old watching Tip as a cartoon on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon, I'd probably, like, have a crush on him, you know? Oh, my gosh. Uh, We're allowed to say that. You guys can't DM us. Because I was 11 <laughs> when I did that. Um, but, yes. Like... Ozma is beautiful and Tip was nothing. I was just and picturing like a like a little blonde boy that like he's kind of irritating, you know, mm. and he's always in your business and stuff and asking really dumb questions. Yeah, Tip is kind of like ornery, but like I don't know, he's he gets smart mad kid. easily too. Um, yeah, he's just yeah, like, got a lot of PTSD and shit. I guess that's true. His I guess that's true. Hard. Now I'm like thinking about him, and he's I'm like, just like he's well, like that angry kid that you all went to school with, and he just needed a little help. He needed yeah, a little he just match. needed a little hug, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, though, I mean, even while we know Tip, like he's be, excuse me, he's being like not even judgmental. Like he's just being like. I don't know. He tells people what to do and he's usually right. Like when Jack is mm. talking, he's like, stop. And it's like, that's Kurt, but it's correct. You know, like same with when the sawhorse yeah. is being a dick. And or when whatever. the woggle bug makes a pun, he's like, you shut the fuck up and we'll throw you fucking yeah, overboard. Like, exactly. <laughs> but at the root of that is like, you're making people feel bad. And I don't like that. Fair. But. Either way, Ozma's here, everyone. Yeah, and she's and wearing a big gossamer gown with silken robes. She's gorgeous, and she's so is she sweet. she 9 to 11? She's the same age, yeah. See, she is the I picture her as like a 17, 18, That's but she must right also be a little girl. She's a little girl in the Return to Oz movie. Um, oh, yeah. But we'll uh, Ozma's like, I hope that none of you will think any less of me. I I'm still the same tip, only, only... And Jack says... Only, only you're different. different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone, no one needs to hear that Everyone negativity. thought it was the wisest thing he'd ever said. <sighs> and that's how the chapter ends. And okay. may I add that my last bullet point in my notes is, and Jack said, it's <laughs> uh, it's you, only you're different. And everyone thinks it's the wisest thing he said. Why? Like, why yeah. is that the yeah. wisest Tell thing? Tell me like, why that's the way. True. Obviously, like, he's different. I we get, can all yeah. see with our own fucking uh, eyes. You know what I the guess... smartest thing Jack ever said was? My head is a pumpkin. It will rot soon. Yeah. That's the smartest he thing was, he ever said. And he was right. <laughs> and he is right about that. And I'll make it rot sooner. <laughs> yeah. You're going to piss on it. I will. <laughs> we all know that Hannah piss breaks down pumpkin flesh. Yeah. <laughs> it has the nitrates in it. It's mm. pretty powerful. <laughs> Acidic. But that is the end of chapter 23, titled by L. Frank Baum, Princess Ozma of Oz. And Blake, what would you call in that? I would chapter. call this chapter, just be who you want to be. Never let them tell you who you ought to be. Chapter 24, The Riches of Content. So when Ginger finds out about Ozma, she freaks out. She's sobbing. She doesn't want to go back to being a normal girl who does chores. She's she's been a queen for the last four days, which is just so crazy. It's like, oh, okay, hey, um, the evil witch Mombi has been defeated and her powers are gone, and the rightful ruler of Oz, who was taken as a baby and transformed into a person of the a different gender, um, she's gonna be able to be back on the throne. And, and then Ginger's Ginger, having a fit. Ginger has been saying her whole fucking she reason. Like she even wants to be there. The whole reason she attacked the king was because she was like Oz has been ruled by men for long enough it's yeah. time for a woman ruler they literally okay. transformed someone yeah. into a woman to <laughs> back, be the ruler yeah, yeah I mean she was originally but they could have kept her yeah. as a king Absolutely. but they brought her back I think both the things are right which is yes Ginger didn't like being the ruler and she her one of her problems was that men have been ruling it. So it's like, oh great, that's a goodness that Ozma's able to be back. Um, but she's just pissed because she doesn't want to go back to cleaning and cooking and churning so butter, etc. reason. <laughs> yeah, because she's well, I won't say she's lazy. I don't know what her home life is like, or if she's put into roles that she doesn't have an interest or like skill in. It sounds like but. she just lives Dorothy's life. Like the whole book, they've been saying like, send her back to her mother, have her darn socks, well, and milk actually. the cows. It's like she's literally doing what Dorothy does every day and couldn't <laughs> wait to get back to. Yeah, um, but, but 
the army is like, you should resist. So Ginger's like, yeah, I should resist. <laughs> so she's like, hey, hey, Glenda, wait, we're resisting. Glenda's mad. She I can is. already sense it. Her, because she's been going through a lot lately and she's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to deal Glenda's with this fucking like, bitch now. She just wants to go back to the <laughs> South. Yeah. So in response to that, Glenda's just like, okay, well, this means war, bitch. Like, Yeah, she declares war and they march on the Emerald City. But all the doors are closed. You know, <laughs> all the doors. She's had all the doors barred. There's no way into the city. The Wagga Bug is just like, okay, well, let's just siege the city and starve everyone. Like, they'll starve because they there. don't have food coming in, which is obviously the right, well, not the right answer, but a right answer, well, which is like, like... It's definitely easier because then get them to starve, and then when they yeah. decide to come out, they're yeah. too weak to fight. Stalingrad, like, anyone? In like a normal, <laughs> yeah, in a normal war, great tactic. Um, alternatively, what does the Scarecrow come up with? Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, well, we could just fly in, you know, because we have the gump. They decide that they're going to use the gump to get into the city. Um, And so Glinda has one of her captains and four of her soldiers get into the gump and they fly in. Um, And Ginger's just lounging in a hammock, reading a novel, eating chocolates. Um, So with green chocolates, may I add, for some reason they are green. Oh, right. Green chocolates. Yeah. CBD. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, they just very easily arrest her because she's caught off guard and just chilling, reading a book. She didn't think that they'd be able to get in. So she is fully surprised. She is. Okay. And it's so stupid. You know, maybe women shouldn't be in charge of an army. It makes you wonder, right? (laughs) They're unpredictable. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know if the fault lies on Ginger or if the fault lies on Ginger's army because yeah, Ginger wasn't doing anything. She should have been commanding her army, but they're the ones who said, don't back down. Let's keep the Emerald City. And then literally as soon as Ginger gets arrested, they all surrender and they're like, okay, it's over. It's like, why weren't you guys fighting for your fucking city two things first of all and i think this bears mentioning they were all making fudge (laughs) the entire army was just making fudge this whole time that's mentioned in the book uh the other thing they see ginger being hauled away and then they're like oh our fearless leader she's been captured now we'll surrender too which on one hand i get but i'm also like why? Like, they collectively have more power than fucking Ginger. Ginger's never done anything for them, other than apparently organize them, I guess. Ginger, but. literally, all she did was made a Facebook group uh, <laughs> yeah. event, and then everyone showed up, and then she got to be in charge It was forever. just like yeah, that. because uh, she was the creator. That rush on Area 51 or right, whatever. Exactly. Oh, yeah. right. And I was actually, uh, I was definitely there, and I actually got pictures inside. I ran, and they, they had the they had the ships um so yeah the army of revolt surrenders and the captain and soldiers that went in to arrest ginger they are able to safely just march back to the gates and let glinda's army in um and when glinda's army comes in they're like okay yeah this is all fucking over and the men of the emerald city if you remember they were like doing all the chores they were doing all the cooking so they're like yay like it's over we're free and the women are also like yay it's over like we don't have to eat our husband's shitty cooking and like (laughs) have to like deal with cleaning that's not satisfactory to us um and the women my life (laughs) and the women rush into the kitchens and they prepare delicious feasts for the celebration yeah and at this point, Ozma is restored to the throne of her ancestors in the Emerald City. She is where she belongs. We need like above a victory them. horns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they are also, there's music playing. There's What's that? It's like it's the music at the end of Star Wars every time they succeed. And it's like... Oh, I yeah. can't remember how it goes. The Imperial March, you know, yeah. or something like it that. It goes hard. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the, playing here. At the but end of every Star Wars movie, it's like, bomb, 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 bomb. Isn't that the Imperial March? Oh, that is the Imperial March. I might have been wrong. I don't <laughs> know. Um, but uh, yeah, the Army of Revolts disbanded. Ozma's on her throne. Uh, all the emeralds and gems they were put back the where they belong. They want the gemstones back. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> give those fucking back and the royal jewelers the royal jewelers over the course of like weeks are just like refitting the stones yeah, took like the a walls and month. shit um and all the rebels just sent home to their mothers <laughs> insanely including ginger on the promise of good behavior and it's like so you were a rebel general who rose up 
took control of Oz, became the dictator essentially and of now the we've city. given you a reason to have a grudge against us yeah. so now go mm-hmm. home to your mother where you already hated and why you, who you cried about having to go back to um or she could get married or have a career you know but whatever i don't know i don't know her so <laughs> um ozma goes on to be a great ruler she invites the Wogglebug to become the public educator of the city of emeralds um and when the job's too difficult and ozma's stumped on what to do um he also like Helps her out because she's young and inexperienced. Yeah. And she also takes counsel from Glinda. Like, her and Glinda are, like, tight. Uh, And she's like, Mm. hey, Glinda, like, I got some shit I got to do. And Glinda just gives her good advice. But the Wogglebug is there, yeah, for the more, like... Ozma and Glinda are, like... Those kinds of issues. BFFLs. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then uh, because of his bravery and valiancy... Valiance? Um, Ozma offers the Gump anything he wants. And he (laughs) says... Please take me apart. Just take me apart. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he he was like, I used to be the king of the forest, and now I'm an absolute dumpster fire. I'm a monster. Take me apart. (laughs) I hate this. And so they do. Uh, They put the broom back. They put the sofas back. And they just rehang his head in the hall. Yeah. And and he's happy with that? Well, he stays alive. And yeah, he stays alive. He can talk to people when they're waiting in the lobby. (laughs) So he doesn't mind that. He has a good time. Yeah. Yeah, He'd he'd rather be part of a gump than a garbage furniture thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Now he's just. As long as he's happy, I'm happy. Yeah. Me too, honestly, because he didn't deserve anything that happened to him. No, he didn't. There's a lot. He accepted it in a way that I would not have been able to. Yeah. And then. Ozma, actually, she keeps the sawhorse as her steed. Um, and she has <laughs> his legs. Choice. She has his legs fixed with golden plates so they oh. won't wear down. Yeah. And she okay. just rides into the city. And like, actually, something that kind of frustrates me. The people of the Emerald City, they see the gold on the sawhorse as evidence of Ozma's great magical powers. Like, why do the people of the Emerald City need a magical ruler so bad? They're like, yeah, the wizard? Oh, he had a balloon. He's magic. He's fucking magic. Like, what did Pastoria do? Like, burp real big? What I will say is the prior rulers of the East, West, North, and South have all been magic like Quite. now, obviously, so it, it's just what they know. Yeah, exactly. It's like the evil witches are dead now, so it's different. But like when Oz came to, when the Wizard of Oz came to Oz, there was a witch, a magic witch with evident powers in all the four corners of the their land. Yeah. So it makes I just sense. think it's, it's very similar to the previous book, where it's like, oh, the Wizard of Oz told us to build this city and we just think he's like magic and he created this with his magic similarly it's like ozma hired us to cast her horse's legs in gold and, <laughs> and we said yeah. that was magic <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair ozma slash tip did bring him to life with a magic powder that's true and create and she like did the miska muska mickey mouse all by herself like yeah she so she actually did so that's I never I hadn't thought about that until this moment as I'm saying it. But so she kind of did do the magic, but they're True. blowing it out of proportion. True. I agree yeah. with the sentiment of it's that. It's like really criticism. anyone could do that if they just get a hold of it. Yes, exactly. And then maybe someone else will be able to find those magic pills before yeah. you know well, before the they're flying in the real them. world. Yeah. Oh God, what um, did the jackdaws do now, with those? Guys, yeah, how we've did gotta, they digest it? We've got to tone it down and get a little sad here. Mm. I don't know if this will be so sad for Hannah because I don't know you're kind of a hater, but. Jack stays with Ozma until the end of his days. Which, it was longer than he had feared. He lived longer than he expected. But apparently he, was he mad about does it. eventually die. He dies. Because of his head? Yeah. His head spoils his head and he dies with it. And the text it. tells us, though, he stays suit. <laughs> the text tells us, though, he stays stupid forever. Yeah. He never gets any smarter, and he's always. So Elfring Bum hated him idiot. too. Yes. So. Yeah, he gave him a fate worse than yeah, death, which you know, is eternal stupidity S- and then death. Stephen so. King. <laughs> Stephen King said, "Kill your favorite." Uh, L. Frank Baum said, "Kill the worst." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was like, no, thank you, honey. Uh, but yeah, so Jack is dead. Um, but once peace was restored, Glenda went back to the south with her army. The Tin Woodman was going to go back to the West, you know, where he belongs. Um, he invited Ozma to visit anytime that she wanted, and she agrees. Um, but she's like, well, what's the Scarecrow going to do? And the Scarecrow has decided to go live with the Tin Woodman in the West, uh, and he decides that they shall never be parted again in the future. 
Sounds gay. a little gay to me. Yeah. Um, and that's my truth. I mean, that's truth, what I kind so. of just... I'm fine with that. I'm not and, a big fan of the Scarecrow, but I think the Tin Man, the Tin Woodsman deserves all the happiness. Yes, honestly, yeah. not to like cry nepotism, but the Scarecrow goes <laughs> to the land of the Winkies and becomes their treasurer because he's full of money. Um, he's full of money that's that right. the Tin Woodman stuffed inside of him. Yeah. So he just I don't becomes the treasurer fair. because he <laughs> yeah. just yeah. like got he's made, made money. with money. I promise never you, go broke. you do not want him as your treasurer. No. Um, uh, and there's some wordplay in yeah. that whole section. Yeah, just the, a little fun. Yeah. The Scarecrow and the Tin Woodman are saying their goodbyes to the Princess Ozma, and they're talking about how, like, you know, the Scarecrow values his brains and the Tin Woodman values his heart, and they think that it's more impressive than money. Um, and they think that they're rich in brains and hearts. Yeah, whatever but, you like to say. Right. <laughs> well, Ozma clarifies, and she's like, "You're both rich, my friends, and your riches are only are the only riches worth having." And I would call those the riches of content. Mm. And that's literally the last that's line it. of the book. That's yeah. That was a direct <laughs> quote. So. She's just saying, yeah, I'm glad you guys are happy. That's all you should ever ask for. And I guess they're happy. They've done a lot. I mean, yeah. They found each other again. That's what matters. Yeah, and they have. And yeah, it seems they're both happy in their roles, so. But that is the end of chapter 24, which is entitled The Riches of Content. Uh, And Blake, what would you call that chapter? I'm not going to call that chapter. That's just an epilogue. I'm not going to think of a fancy name for that. That's an epilogue. That sounds like a cop out, and so we'll go ahead and. So go that's to the our, chapter name. They were like, it's an they epilogue. Were like, and, then, and then the story ended, and here's where everyone ended up after. Like that's a fucking epilogue. Like, call it. You shouldn't have even call it the riches of content. That was the most important part of that whole chapter. It's the epilogue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ellie. I'm sorry, Ellie. <laughs> Ellie Frankie. To be honest, looking back at chapter 23, and Jack is. Uh, 23 says, was insane. 23 was insane. That could have been the end. Plot it twist. literally ended with Jack saying, and you're the same twist. as always. It was good to know she's the queen, though. Or the princess now. And she's but, doing a good job. Yeah. Yes. I guess I'm glad that she's happy, because that's all I want. And the well. gump. There's a lot to unpack, actually. But it went quick, because it was just summary, you know. So now that we have finished our second book from the Wizard of Oz series, <laughs> we probably should play a game. A game quite familiar to us in the Pacific Northwest and various other regions, I assume. Yeah, we always play this as a family in the Pacific yeah, Northwest. when I'm like five years old, my family's like, let's play Fuck, Mary Kill. Fuck, Mary Just kidding. That's not a character. All right. Grandma, cousin Betty, or Uncle Tom. All right. No, you're thinking of somewhere else in the United States. My family's from Alabama. Okay, see, I was trying to avoid that. Um, but yes, let's play some Fuck, Mary Kill, some good old-fashioned school bus type game. Um, and Hannah, I'm so sorry. Well, really for all of us, because we'll all answer. But the prompts for this are going to be somewhat inhuman and inhumane. Not because they're children, although there are many in this. The contestants are Jack Pumpkinhead, who is a child, essentially, actually. The Sawhorse, also pretty much a child. <laughs> Stop calling them children. Sorry, you're right. They're, they're not like that, but they've only been alive for a short amount of time, weeks. Uh, or the Gump, who's like an old man. So again, that is... The Gump's a ghost of an old man yeah. in the body of a child. Is it the Gump as... As the thing. Okay. So again, that is Jack Pumpkinhead, the Sawhorse, and the Gump as the thing. Oh, God. This including is really both couches. Just difficult because, like, they all just kind of hate their lives. And I don't want to, like, be married to any of them. I'll fuck. Actually, this is so difficult. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me. Okay. Um, so I think that. Uh, I think that I'll kill Jack. Yeah. Why? I just wouldn't... The idea of having sex with something... uh, 
I don't know, actually, because the other ones, I don't so have So you're really... telling me the gump or the sawhorse, <laughs> I knew they're you were gonna top say that. of I knew your you were list. Say that. They are top of your list okay, okay. to yeah. have intercourse with. Everyone here is made of wood. We're all, everyone on this line also, is made of wood. Also, when I was a kid, I used to ha- go pretty hard on some couches. It's, it's private information. Um, okay, so, yeah, you know what? I'm going to fucking kill Jack Skeleton. I'm going to Jack Pumpkinhead. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jack. <laughs> same vibe though. He yeah, didn't same know. energy. Uh, Jack Pumpkinhead. I'm going to fuck Goomba. <laughs> the Gump. The Gump. <laughs> I keep on wanting to call him Goomba. <laughs> you finally got your chance. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, fuck the Gump, and then marry the seahorse. Or the <laughs> you didn't not a single name oh came out right. God. So to recap, you would kill Jack Skellington, <laughs> marry the seahorse, and kill the Goomba. <laughs> Wait, what book did we just read? Alice I in Wonderland. That was closer to like I don't know ocean with. The Ten Thousand Leagues Under the Sea meets the Martian Chronicles. <laughs> meets Mario. <laughs> meets Mario. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my final answer. Um, okay. Yeah, I would probably. I'd do a variation on. I that. would probably fuck Jack Pumpkinhead because, like, he's dumb and skinny. Like, I've done that before. I know how every part of that works. Um, I would probably marry the sawhorse because we have very similar personalities and i think he'd be fun to to bicker back and forth with um and i guess that means i would kill that absolute terrible dumpster fire that is the gump oh sorry (laughs) got some gump fans in here (laughs) no i i would do the exact same thing but for slightly different reasons i mean i would kill the gump because he wants to be dead He's told everyone that he is like didn't want to be alive and that he's only here to do like what he was brought here to do. But Jack kind of feels the same way too. I mean, but what if- except he's so afraid of dying that it's like he has like this like other complex. Like but, he's like mm. What if what the gump was actually brought here to do was a great night in bed and no one's given him the opportunity? Well, what does that look like when all you have is a reindeer head, two couches, and a broom? Just, I don't know, like, tell him where to go. I could go off on a couple of those items. Yeah, I could just hump the couch. <laughs> it's the gump head. I know it's the gump head for both of you. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, after American Horror Story Coven, an animal head isn't so bad. Yikes. <laughs> Stop. The remainder of my answer is that <laughs> I would marry the sawhorse because I would want to ride him around and he's free transportation. I don't think he would mind. Um, and I would kill. I, or no, I would kill. I would fuck Jack Pumpkinhead because he's the closest thing to being a facsimile of a human. Um, I don't think he'd really understand what was happening, which is unfortunate because I don't really know how that would work with his body. Yeah. And he. Oh God, it makes me want to say I would kill him. Honestly, not, what would I do? What would he do to me? Well, what would the gump do to you? Can I ask? He could kick things. those little legs. Uh, <laughs> he can't. The leg. He doesn't have legs. The legs are asleep. He kicks those little legs. Oh, the gump. The gump. Oh, sorry. I was thinking. Who you both chose? No, you didn't choose. Actually, it was just Hannah. But at any rate, that's my choice. Jack. Uh, Jack would. I would. I would fuck Jack. Don't we just love? And that he's game. tall. That's good. Yeah. I mean, not for me. I'm not really into that. But because you are tall. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know a lot of people taller than me. Um, I'm only six feet tall for everyone in the audience. I'm not freakishly tall. (laughs) She's not Um, a monster. Well, out of curiosity, we're two books in out of 14, so 12 to go. What's your favorite so far? The Wonderful World, The Wonderful Land of Oz? No. Oh, my God. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz or The Marvelous Land of Oz? Um, hmm. Well... There's one story, I mean, I didn't know everything about the first Wizard of Oz, but, you know, I had an idea. So, I've kind of already known that story for such a long time that this is, like, new, the second book is, like, new information to me, and there's there's 
you know, twists and turns and stuff. Much more shocking. Yeah. Like the tip thing really threw me off. I was like, (laughs) what the, (laughs) what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, and honestly, like with seeing how these, I guess this is how I'll be like kind of viewing the books from here on out too now, because it's just like, it always is just like this group of friends that get together in the weirdest possible fucking way. (laughs) And then they go down these little journeys and then they go on sidetracks where all this crazy shit happens and then they come back and it's like, it just always is that. But I think with this round, I would say that I really like the second book uh, better. I think that makes complete sense. And you'll see that pattern of friends come together and journey through. I guess that's probably an accurate way to describe almost any story, but that is very much Wizard of Oz format, too. Absolutely. Um, I mean, this one one so far has been my favorite to read over the first one, but it's been my least favorite to talk about. uh, I also feel like in this book... I learned a lot more about Oz, like the place oh, and yeah, like the true. type of, it gets, I mean, we did learn some stuff in the first one, but this one, it's just like, I mean, we learn. I mean, even though it doesn't really add up with like well, let's how just pre- the kingdom started, just but pretend the first book didn't happen. The thing is just overwrite yeah. the information, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, mm-hmm. here's new information. This is what's true. Okay. Forget what that conflicts with, you know, like, yeah. But I like that we delve into the history of it and kind of the what happened before because it answers questions that I feel like I didn't have, you know, like, yeah. I mean, and and also I really like the close look we get at Glinda. I like getting a little more of just like, you know, just like leaving all it gives us a lot. And I will say the next couple of books give us an unprecedented and unasked for view of many things. Yeah. And um, also I'm really excited about like some of the like weird gangs of heroes that we get in the upcoming books. Like even like the next book, I love the characters in more than I feel attached to these characters. Um, Yeah. And they all, I mean, they're all in Oz, so we'll see them again, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're in different worlds too, but (laughs) But yeah, I'm looking forward to just many people that we're going to meet, including names like Button Bright. Oh, Button Bright. Right. Button Bright. But yeah, we'll get to there. All right. But- well, that was so much fun. Woohoo. Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please subscribe on your preferred streaming service and join us next time to start book three, Ozma of Oz. That's right. The girl that we just met. Oz Hour. Created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swain. Co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Clobus. Cover art by Valentin Lucas.